Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Get up, get up, get up. This is Get Up Show. All right, here we are. This is it. I think it's number 18 of these podcasts. 18. Whoa. Our podcast can now vote. Do what? <laughs> Oh, <laughs> it's legal. if we're registered. So welcome to it. We're so happy to have you back for another one of these. Be sure that you subscribe and all those things that people say at the beginning of a podcast. Like, and rate, Maddie, subscribe, all that stuff. Yeah, all that mess. I don't know about this stuff. But Maddie wanted to talk about some of his uh, topics about things he's been trying to do at home. Yeah, I've noticed more and more, especially now that I've been trying to do more stuff myself. And I've realized that I can fairly easily half-ass a lot of stuff around the house. But I wish there was like online trade school. You can only watch so many YouTube videos. I thought that's what those were. (laughs) Yeah, I've learned that that's not necessarily the case. I am captain 75% in my house. I've now 75% completed a ceiling in a bathroom. Turtle power. Basically completed a couple deck boards. Not all of them correctly. <clears throat> uh, I definitely have miswired some things in my house. <laughs> I can kind of fix a couple things in my car, but not 100%. And I made it so my Cuisinart uh, mixed uh, KitchenAid, whatever stand mixer, only has two speeds. So really, I'm, I'm killing it. But have you ever, I mean, I, you see this stuff for master classes and all that stuff. Is there anything like that for trade school? <laughs> Okay, first of all, none of this sounds safe, so stop. No. <laughs> Especially the electricity stuff. Right. But, but aren't you deeply ashamed of yourself? Don't you feel in, in a lot of ways incredibly inadequate for saying that at all because there's that guy and his son who built a Lamborghini by looking at YouTube videos? Okay, I like to think that they didn't just watch YouTube videos and then build a Lamborghini. Slow down. They did. No, yeah, that's what they more did. To it. No, you're wrong. You're wrong. I'm sorry. <laughs> they can't be. But see, I found like, okay, so yesterday I took apart a vacuum cleaner. And Why? Because it wasn't working. And that's what you throw did. Throw it away. You no, throw it away and get a vacuum cleaner. cleaner. Yeah, but this you... vacuum cleaner sucks. No, it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I feel like I found some websites where I can get replacement parts. And, and a lot of times it's not that many screws to take out. But, but, like I don't want to just punch out on stuff, and I also. But vacuum to... cleaners are cheap. You don't. It's not yeah. like they're they're thousand dollars or something. 
Yeah, this isn't the old days. This isn't the old days when you got one for life. Like you got one as a wedding present and it was like, you know, one of your main possessions. It was like house, car, vacuum cleaner. It was ahead of the kids. those did last forever because we had these lime green ones that my parents got as wedding presents for as long as I could remember. Yeah, my folks had one too. For sure, it was orange and it was a monster. Oh my yeah, God! Do you remember the so heavy? Yeah. Do you remember when those went out? When everybody finally got rid of their heirloom vacuum cleaners and everybody started buying those dang rainbows with the water in it? You remember those awful things that people what? Would, and, what? And, and and then people started selling them. You guys don't remember rainbow vacuum cleaners? No. It was a step away from Amway. It was like one of the first things. There was Tupperware parties, of course, and there was Avon, of course. But then, like the men would start selling rainbow vacuum cleaners. And the deal was they would say, hey, can I come over to your house and vacuum your floor? And who's going to say no? And they would come over and the rainbow had water in it instead of a bag. It had like a tank with water on it. And I remember Terry Wayne Freitag was selling (laughs) rainbow vacuum cleaners. And he demonstrated it at his house first. And that thing was so full of fleas. It was like, oh, my God, look at those fleas. It's like the entire life cycle of fleas in that water tank. It's like uh, mama fleas and grandma fleas and baby fleas. <laughs> oh, my God. Baby fleas. It's like sea monkeys, but different. He could have had yeah. a side business. <laughs> but yeah. you don't ever hear about those anymore. Now, if you want to impress they... me, get some rainbow vacuum cleaner parts and rebuild one of those. Build you an R2 unit, man. You want to impress yeah. me, be-ba-boop you want. So was that kind of like the first steam cleaner? No, it was it was just a vacuum cleaner that had water in it. I cannot believe that you two well, don't know about the stupid. rainbow vacuum cleaner. <laughs> no. Yeah, I guess I've hit this point where I have suddenly, I don't know if I'm suddenly curious like a cat, call me whiskers. I just want to fix stuff myself. And I want maybe it's because now I actually have like my house now has kind of a workbench and maybe I feel like I need to manifest projects. I got to work on this bench. It's got work in the name. Yeah, exactly. Like, there's a place for tools. <laughs> I should have tools, and I should fix things. But, like, you're you getting what. old. Is that it? I tell you what. Yes. Here's what you need to do. <laughs> yeah? You need to decorate that workbench. You need to put flowers on it, and or toys. You need to get some action figures and place around that workbench. Take the work out of the bench, and then you won't feel this pressure, man, because... Like Charlie said, this stuff is dangerous. You're going to saw a thumb off. You're going to electrocute yourself. As an electrician told me once, don't touch the white wire. A white wire will kill you quick. (laughs) So, no, I have a different idea. I think he needs to just go to a salvage yard and find a random, like, motor of something, put it on the workbench, and put some tools around it. So it really looks like he's working on something important, Ooh. but it's not anything that will ever amount to something. So when friends oh. come over, it's like, oh, yeah, man, look at him. He's working on his workbench. But that's know. a great idea. And then have you a little <laughs> container of grease, have you a little uh, dish of grease so that when you come into the house from your workbench, you can have grease on your hands and face like you've been busy at it. <laughs> and you must have a coffee can full of random screws and nuts and bolts. I yeah. just I actually just organized my coffee can full of screws and bolts into drawers. <laughs> so I have one for just screws and one for bolts. So Jeez. I am ready to go. No, Look, it's got to be I, a coffee can. I even you say go to the scrapyard. I've been to a scrapyard to try to find parts for my old car. 
It no, was not important awesome. things. Not things that actually work for something. Just I, a random yeah. motor so it can lay there. I took something <laughs> apart. Actually, I took the center console out of my car to try to replace something, and I almost couldn't get it back together. And I tell you, the flop sweat was just pouring off of me like, what have I done? I broke my car. But wow. I love it. I, I, I don't know. But that's the thing. I wish I knew how to do everything. Like, I watch people come over and, and fix things and do stuff, and, I, like, I'm so envious of mechanics and contractors. But that's their job. They're envious of you talking <laughs> on the radio. That's true. Well, can we trade stories? <laughs> Hey, look, if, no. anybody, if anybody wants to come, I'll come let you fill in for me a couple days. You might. You can't do No, no, you don't get to make that <laughs> they call. They don't have the skills, Sorry. and you don't have the skills to go I, wire a house. I know I don't. <laughs> Listen, here's what you do. Let, let me give you some advice that you can take with you from now on. Take out your phone uh-huh. and call call the man. Have him come fix that thing. And you go back in the house and forget all about it. Let the guy who does this for a living do it. He will be happy you did it. You'll be happy you did it. It'll be done. You won't have a dangerous half-assed project half done. And you won't be electrocuted and thumbless. And do not ask him for lessons while he's there. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard that that's frowned upon. (laughs) Hey, what you doing, mister? (laughs) What's that do? Can you tell me how you do that? Welcome to my quarantine house. Why are you doing that? What's this do? What's that? The last, <laughs> the last project I started, and I say started, was at my old house. When you know that that was a fixer upper a little bit. We had to redo a few rooms. We started redoing a few rooms, and I started painting the kitchen. And my idea was to candy stripe it. I wanted to do yellow and white, and it was mm-hmm. over like a blue. It was like blue. I can't remember if it was um, what do you call it stuff wallpaper. Yeah, I don't remember if it was wallpaper or what it was, but I got some nice yellow paint and some kills, and I was like, ah, oh, this is nothing. This is a small room. Well, several months later, I was doing the first coat of yellow over the course of several months and just so exhausted and so sick of it that eventually I gave up at a light yellowy with blue shining through it, you know? Mm-hmm. It, I never, ever finished it. And that's when I learned my lesson. I was like, this isn't my job. You know, there's painters <laughs> out there. They're going to come in here. They're going to bring their stuff. They're going to finish. They're going to clean up. They're going to get the hell out of here. And the thing is going to be finished. Boom. Yeah. It, we put some new um, backsplash up in our kitchen. And at first, my boyfriend was like, oh, I can do this. I've done it before, whatever. And thank the Lord, he finally, he's he's an <laughs> electrician and he works in houses with other of those type of labor business, you know, businesses. And he saw a guy that does tile and said, Hey man, how much will you charge us to do that? And had the guy come in and it was done in a weekend. It looks beautiful. Do you know how long we'd have been sitting there with half-assed tile up on the wall? Oh, for sure. If, if we tried to do it ourselves. I blame. For all time. I 100% and it, it was like the gift and the curse is YouTube because you watch somebody do it. It's like, oh, man, it's simple. All you got to do is burp, burp, burp. And it's like this step, this step, pop this out. And you realize real quick, it's never that simple. And it's never it's like, hence my stand mixer where they're like, yeah, just knock this pin out and do this and switch this around. And then I promptly uh, blew out a wire because I screwed the case, the metal case over a wire. So when I plugged it back in, it grounded immediately and blew up. See, but they they started recording that on job number six hundred. 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And sure. So it's not the first try. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, yeah, it's hey. just I'm obsessed with it. Hey, so what about Hitler's alligator? <laughs> May he rest in peace. Yeah. Poor guy. He was, there, how they, old was he? He was like. He was 84. Yeah. 84 year old alligator that was do in, a, in some random Do alligators really live that long? They're dinosaurs. Of course they do. You leave them alone, you don't poke at it, and yeah, he's going to live a long life. They sleep a lot if you leave them alone. It's these ones that get bothered by golfers and kids, you know, that have short lives. Yeah. It's a crazy story. So the the alligator's name was Saturn. He was born in the States, sent to the Berlin Zoo, and then escaped from the zoo when it was bombed in 1943, and he was kind of MIA until 1946. So for three years, he was just out there. And then British soldiers, British soldiers, British soldiers found him and then gave him to the Soviet Union. So yeah. somewhere along the line, they kind of came up with the story that it was Hitler's alligator. Yeah. How do we know for sure it was Hitler's alligator? Do you say, hey, uh, <laughs> I hey. am Bobby, Hitler's alligator? <laughs> well, we don't know for sure, but the fact that it's kind of like time and place. And, you know, you put all the pieces together because they stole they stole all the good stuff back then. You know, they mm-hmm. had all the famous artworks like down in dank mines and stuff. So if this was a killer alligator, then, yeah, man, this is the best alligator in the whole world. Yeah, we're going to steal <laughs> him, steal, too. I'll steal all the artwork. I ain't stealing no alligator. You can leave that there. <laughs> but, yeah, the alligator was just living along, doing his thing all this time. And then when the zoo is completely deserted, he, he dies alone in the Moscow Zoo during Aww. the pandemic. Isn't wow. that crazy? You just made it real sad. I know. Poor Saturn. Poor, he's poor hanging Bobby. out. I like to think that he's, his name is not Bobby. It's, <laughs> I, I, but I love that, you know, A, I go back to the fact that, yeah, he may be a dinosaur, but who knew that alligators could live to be 84? That's crazy. And I don't that think makes me that's think, that old. What? That's not that I old don't... for an alligator. For, are you kidding me? That's old for a person. Well, yeah, it is, of course, but you're a person's not an alligator. What kind of... Okay. <laughs> Thanks, Mr. Wizard. I appreciate the science lesson. But that makes <laughs> me wonder... Knew? If, if this alligator, okay, so think about it. So this alligator lived for at least three years just kind of roaming around, and I guess in Germany, which doesn't seem like alligator-friendly conditions. So does that mean that the alligators in the sewers are real? Holy crap. No average, yes, they are. No <laughs> average lifespan for an alligator has been measured. In 1937, an adult specimen was brought to the Belgrade Zoo in Serbia from Germany. It's now at least 83 years old. So there's another one. I bet that's him. Uh, Neat. Well, no, yeah, that's the thing the because one. if it depends on who starts tracking them and how, you know, if the people die before the alligator does, we don't know. You know, think about this. I saw something the other day where someone was trying to find a home for a turtle whose owner yeah. had died. And it was like, same thing. The turtle was like 100 years old. Yeah, turtles, Jeez. definitely. That's a commitment he- and a half. <laughs> Y'all know about that. There's that one tortoise who's like 150 something years old, and he's been rubbed on so much that his shell is as smooth as a marble because everybody who comes around to, to see him rubs on his shell because it's like, oh my God, look at this old turtle. I got to touch it. And that has happened so many times that all of the roughness on the shell is gone. Isn't that amazing? 
That's crazy sort of makes your commitment to getting a dog a lot less daunting, doesn't it? Oh God, yeah. <laughs> Listen, fifteen no. years, I can do that. Kids, I want uh, you to meet your your future pet when I'm gone. <laughs> sorry, what was it? Gary, Bob, what did you say? <laughs> Bobby. 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 Bobby will be yours. You'll have to take care of him. He likes raw chicken. White meat. And well, then your kids and their kids. Yeah. It's the same thing as parrots. If you were to get like a bird, a, a fancy bird, like an African gray or a cockatiel mm-hmm. or a red Amazon or something like that, those birds can be 100 years old, 85 or 100 years old. You have right. to leave them to somebody in your will, or they just are sitting there squawking while you're dead in your house. You know, nobody wants that. <laughs> nobody par- wants that. Will a parrot eat your soft spots? It, it's in a cage, man. Unless you got a free Roman parrot, then yeah, it'll peck at some soft spots, some nice soft meats. Do a parrot ever, would probably love that. Have you ever met anybody who has a hand-me-down pet like that? Like like an air? Yeah. Do you call that an heirloom pet? I guess. <laughs> an antique? Yeah, Mark's got a couple of them. Of course Mark does. Yeah. But, you know, my dad had a, an alligator, a little alligator, that the story was he won it in a poker game. And it was a small alligator. It was like, I don't know, long as your arm, I guess. Yeah. That's a sad story about oh. what happened to that alligator. He, he went on to, to, to go live with Hitler. Well, I don't know. <laughs> I just know that he... Uh, we had to move, and when we moved, the alligator was, we thought he'd probably be happy out by the pond, and that was that. Yeah. So, I was watching a, do. I was watching a home <laughs> renovation show, and they went into this house, and they must have had, they had this giant built-in snake uh, reptile enclosure. Sure. And throughout the process of renovating the house, they kept finding the snakes throughout the house. <laughs> God, so they stink it's too. Terrifying. Man. So the idea was that so these people had to like abandon the house, but left the snakes there, and the snakes got out. But again, it's that idea of here's some creature that <laughs> that outlives you or outlives your stay. Yeah. And the next thing you know, boom, you yeah. got an alligator. Oh, speaking of speaking of animals showing up, remember I told you all about Hambone the the hamster? Yes. Yes. Who disappeared on Christmas Eve and then showed up a few weeks ago for a couple days visit mm-hmm. and packed packed his cheek pouch and disappeared again? Well, yes. the 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 new report is he emerged from the piano to retrieve a piece of dropped lettuce in the floor at my daughter's mom's house. And so he's been found again. Wait, (laughs) but I thought he lived at your house. Oh no, no, I ain't got no rats in my house. No, I don't, I don't have, uh, I don't have rodentia in my house unless it's by accident. Like, okay. So he, he's been at her house the whole time, whole time, whole time. (laughs) He he jumped in a bag and went traveling. No, he would be gone if he was here. No, he was never here. <laughs> so, yeah, he was gone for five-plus months, showed up for a couple days, gone again. It was like that was the grand goodbye. And then piece of lettuce in the floor brought him out from hiding again. And so now he's in a new enclosure. We'll see how long that goes. I was like, you know, be ready for anything. Who Are knows what's going to happen? <laughs> ah, that's I, a shaky bet, did isn't I, it? I told you my sister's hamster escaped out of her like natalie the hamster got really good at escaping out of the her cage like she would yeah they do that she would crawl up the top jump from the wheel hang flip herself up could kick open the top 
and then would take off throughout the house. So maybe, I mean, even though, you know, your kid has put ham bone in an enclosure, I feel like hamsters are like the ultimate escape artists. Even though they know they've got it made, like even when, when he shows back up, she tells me that he walks right up to her and he's like, hey, what's up? What's going on? Hey, where's my seeds at? And he's, he's glad to be back, but instinctually he has to escape. Mm. Maybe he thinks he's, he's a, a rambling cat. man. Yeah. You yeah. can't tie him down. He's a, he's a wayward ham bone. Right. <laughs> but, you know, talk about that, um, the animals in this house. You know, my daughter's got that cat. Um, I came in the other day from being outside and slipped up on something in, in the den in front of the chair. Oh. And I, I had to put some stuff down in the kitchen, put my keys and stuff down. And I went back to check on what that was. And it was definitely a mole that she had brought in and put in the den for me very Oh, nicely. no. Yeah. <laughs> no. That is unfortunate. But it wasn't yeah, moving. Because if it had been moving, you know, I'd have been screaming like a little girl. I'd been screaming like Cam on Modern Family, but it was already gone. He'd already seen his last dirt pile, so I just scooped him up and got rid of him. I but don't still. know. They're both screamy in their own ways, live mole or <laughs> dead yeah. mole. A dead one I can handle. Not in my living room. I remember when my sister's cat left a dead mouse by my car, by my driver's door, and my parents said, that means the cat likes you because it brought you a present. (laughs) It does. And I I guess, see, but I still feel like that's subject to interpretation. Yeah. Like, I still like to look at it, knowing this cat was like, look what I did, you're next. That's what I think. Watch out, Buster. Yeah, for sure. That's exactly what I think. Because I I think the cats are deep down sinister, smart asses, and they know what they're doing. Like this cat, this cat will get right up on you and and break, you know, it'll it'll break wind. It'll cut the cheese right on you, man. It'll get right in your face every time. Wow. It's like, how do you save them up every time you get around me or any other person? It's like, you've got the whole house to walk through and do that, but you save it until you're right here, or you're always doing it. Either way, it's amazing. My, my dog, my dog's gas has gotten to the point now where she'll just let a silent one go when we're watching TV. And my wife will yell out, dog fart. And my dog just <laughs> oh, pop, my dog pops up, has this look on her face, and walks out of the room. So She, she, she knows. She, she knows what she did. Who? How knows, dare you? She's, it's like, and there was one time where she yelled it, and, and my dog looked up and looked at her, but she didn't leave. And then we realized it was one of the other dogs. And she was like, no, that one. <laughs> no, she that wasn't, wasn't guilty. That wasn't oh, my mine. God. That's a <laughs> smart got dog, three, man. three, so... Yeah, well, the other two are real little, and this is an aggressive. You can tell, like, oh no, that doesn't matter. <laughs> little dogs can be have some mighty way. Hey, hey, how about this? You know, we were talking about rodents and stuff. Did y'all see the video? I don't want to say the name of the restaurant because I love them, and I don't want to cause them any further problems. But did you see the local restaurant video footage of the rats jumping in the drive-through window? No. No. Jumping you into didn't? the building or out of the no, building? No, no, they're in the building, and you're, you're, like, looking at it from across the parking lot. There's people in line at the drive-through, and it's, like, the drive-through window that they open to take your money is is right there. Next to it is, is the other window that's got, like, a sign in it. Yeah. <clears throat> and you see the rats jumping so high they're going above the sign. And it's, like, Was- rat... Rat jump over, run across. Rat jump over, run across. Was this a restaurant that has been closed down? 
because of the whole COVID thing? No, or have there they been were open people, this whole time? They, no, it's a drive-through place, man. It's been open oh, the whole time. So it's like a fast time. food place? Yeah, they, they're closed now because they had a hazmat situation after that video got out. And right. they, they brought in the exterminators and hopefully cleaning it out, hopefully going to open back up. Because like I said, I love that place. But, geez, if you think it's so rat-infested that they're jumping past the windows, what's going on inside? Those poor people working in there. <laughs> I mean, yeah. What are they doing? Just like, eh, well, okay. Another yeah, rat, they another had day. to know. They had to know, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, you don't get Well, to and I point. wonder if, like, they complained to somebody and the manager was just like, get back to work, don't worry about it, or, you know, somebody is at fault there. Who knows? But then you start to wonder about every other place on that street, and then, you know, my mind goes to, what about every other place that exists? <laughs> you know. <laughs> well, they said, I was reading something that I guess now, because there's not as much food debris lying around because if people hadn't been out, that yeah. the rodent pop, like they're getting bold. Like now they're coming out. They're really getting in your house. They're really like, they're, they're coming in there looking for stuff. Oh, what do afraid. you think poor pizza rats doing? Oh gosh. In New There's York no City? pizza in the subway. He's gone vegan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> poor he's, guy. He's, eat, he's eating sprouts off some hippies, uh, terrace, you he's know, in- where they're growing their little garden out there on the yeah. terrace. It's in Central Park. <laughs> Just yeah. scrounging for n- loose nuts. Yeah, that was a story the other day about kids who are filming their dad shaking nuts in their hands. And I realized, I was like, what the, What are you talking about? That's not a thing. And then I realized, wait a minute, I do that. But it depends on the nut. Because if you've got like, and if I'll tell you one that you have to do it with, is smoked almonds. If you get a little handful of smoked almonds and you've got them in your hand and you don't want to eat them all at once... You have to shake your nuts because if you don't shake your smoked almonds, the smoke is going to come off and the sweat in your hands. So it's not a crazy thing. It is a crazy thing because only men shake their nuts. No, I doubt that. I eat nuts all the time. I eat nuts all the time and I never do this. I bet you just never realized you were doing it until this was brought up. Or when you started talking about it. I don't sh- like. I was thinking about. I'm like, I kind of do, but it's not because of my hand moisture. I think I'm I'm adjusting the pile in my hand for uh-huh. an easier toss into my mouth. That's no. another reason that people say they do it. But Charlie, I bet you you because you eat cashews. That's your favorite. Yes. And you don't throw a handful of cashews in your mouth. I bet you eat one cashew at a time. But I get a handful of them out. Do you? Keep I don't that just. Handful? I don't just pull. Do you keep them yeah. in your hand or do you get a handful out and place them on a napkin? Well, it depends on where I'm at, but sometimes I hold them in my hand and I still don't shake them around. It's a man thing to shake your nuts. I don't know. You should try it. <laughs> I'm tell- I can't. Look, I can't do it. It's it's like, here's the thing. So now it's in your head. And what's going to happen is it's a lot like squishing a tiny ant and smelling blue cheese. Yeah. <laughs> now it's in your head and you're going to do it next time. Hey, nope, like, I refuse to do that, too. Hey, you know what? We never talked about that on a podcast, did we? About the ants? No. Oh, I don't no. know. Okay, so here's the thing. There's uh, the little ants that come in your house this time of year, especially after all this dang rain we've been getting. They, they like to get out of the wet and find yeah. a dry place to eat your crumbs. Those little bitty ants, if they get on something, like you see one walking across your table or whatever, you, you're going to squash it with your finger. When you do... Smell your finger 
and I dare you to tell me that does not smell just like blue cheese. I thought you were insane, and I, yep. I swore up and down. Then I happened to be sitting somewhere, and a tiny little ant crawled by. I squished it, and my first thing that pops in my head is, Sean says it smells like blue cheese. <laughs> Smell fingers. <laughs> and? So I, and it did. It did. Yeah. It totally It's amazing. Did. And see, I'm the opposite, because when you first said this, that you had done this and you smelled it, I was like, why in the world are you smelling a dead ant that you just squished? So... As you mentioned, they are everywhere right now. And every time I squish one, I'm like, no, don't do it. See, every why? Give just in. Because, I don't in. know. But seriously, because you're just you doing be that. you smelling ants. You're just doing that to spite me. Just give in. <laughs> do it for you. No. Seriously. You're not the least bit curious. I'd much rather, I'd much rather spite you. <laughs> and, there, and there we have. That's the, the truth. <laughs> and there's the truth. But here, how about this? What if you get yourself a Kleenex brand facial tissue and you squash the ant into the Kleenex brand facial tissue and then you sniff the tissue and not your finger? Without you saying this, I would never in my life smell an ant I just squashed. So I'm not going to do it. I wouldn't have either. No, yeah, there's no way I would have done it until he said that. But then I had to see for myself. (laughs) Why did you smell it? I even squished the wrong bug and smelled it and realized it wasn't an ant. (laughs) (laughs) What did it smell like? (laughs) Nothing. And I was disappointed. And I was like, oh, this is just a tiny fly of some sort. This isn't a tiny ant. Well, I guess, you know, I guess it depends on your olfactory and how important that is to you. And maybe it's because of the size of my nostrils and the fact that my people (laughs) had to walk. We had to have these huge nostrils to cool our brains as we walked across the African plains thousands Uh of years ago. And maybe, you know, the fact that uh, I'm led by smell, maybe I I just do that. You know, maybe that is unique to me. Do you ever, like, if you have a... um a stink bug, and you try to get no, rid of it. No, no. But what I always do is once I've gotten rid of it, or if I make contact, the first thing I do is smell just to see if it got me. Uh-uh. And I'm always like, yes. Because no, I didn't because... realize it was a thing until it, one got me, and then I was so grossed out by my own my own <sighs> hands. No, nah, man, those, those are from the devil, man. I, I don't want to give them the satisfaction. So if I ever do encounter one of those guys, I'm not going to smell anything that he got near just because that's what they're for. They're called a stink bug. Therefore, I'm not going to smell it. <laughs> oh, I guess it's in the name. That's true. Yeah. No, nah, but anything else? Yeah, I'm sniffing on it. Whatever it is. It could be a bug or whatever. Anything. If, if they were just scent bugs, you, you would probably be more apt to, to take a sniff? Mm. Maybe that just that just well, makes it sound like it has a, a certain smell, not a stink. Then it could be a variety. It could be lavender. It could be marshmallow. It could be stink. Uh, maybe. <laughs> Which uh, one's like, it gonna be? It's like those stupid jelly bellies. You never know what you're gonna get. You squ- right. you squish it. You yeah. might get candy, All right. or you might get you know hot. Yeah. Hot how, dog. how about this? How about this? Tell me this one. You guys get a, a piece of furniture. Or you get something that came from a piece of furniture from your grandmother's house. Let's say it's an old newspaper or it's an envelope full of letters or newspaper articles that came from your grandmother's house. You open that up or you open up a drawer that came from your grandmother's house. Is the first thing you do to get a deep sniff of that? I don't on purpose. Usually just a smell comes out of it because it's been in grandma's house. Because that's a... First thing I do. I hear you. I, I 
there are certain things where, and especially that scent is such a big deal, like, yeah. and it's an instant memory on stuff. Like, there's certain right. things, and that's been proven time and time again, for sure. And I get no that. Um, there's just some things I wouldn't think to smell. I've got a, <laughs> a table. When we cleaned out my grandmother's house in, like, 92, she died in 91. We finished cleaning everything out in 92. I got all the dining room furniture, and there's a table. It's called a game table, which was a piece of the dining room set. It still has everything in the drawer that she had in it in her dining room. I had it in storage for years, and now it's in my dining room. But I can still go in there and open that drawer and take anything out of it and take a deep sniff, take a deep draw off of that, and it takes me right back to her house. Mm-hmm. So on that sense, <laughs> get it, Uh mm-hmm. Think about that story we had on the air the other day about Elvis's jockstrap. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, would you take a big whiff? You know, that's where I draw the line, man. I don't want his underwear. Do that's too That's too personal. No, and plus hey, it's man. gross. Sonny Red, the, come in here. Smell this. Don't you remember? What? A couple years ago, they had a pair of his dirty underwear in a frame, and I was yes. like, why? No. Let's just say that someone thought they were being, you know, a wonderful person and giving you a gift, and they bought you Elvis's bejeweled jockstrap at an auction, and they gave it to you. Yeah. Then would you take a big whiff? (laughs) Yeah, you take take out the 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 factor of that you didn't buy it; someone bought it for you. Yeah, I would definitely. Yeah, if I was by myself. Yeah, <laughs> if nobody was around, and I was. Yeah, yeah, I would. I knew it. <laughs> All right. Well, listen. Thanks so much for sticking with us through eighteen of these. I don't know how you do it, and be sure you subscribe and like and all that mess. And we'll do it again for number nineteen. Charlie, a thought to leave on. Don't smell squished ants. Maddie? Don't knock it till you try it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Next time, babies. (laughs) Bye. Bye. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.